Olympics. I mean, these are kook, cult, demons, hardcore evil. I mean, these people are flaming scum, wild, crazy, dangerous people, just like the Nazis, the Soviets, all of them. Pol Pot killing 31% of Cambodia. All right. We are once again back to bringing more episodes. This one should be, uh, unless anything very much goes wrong, uh, right in time for uh, St. Patty's Day, which is a thing in America where people dress up in green and fight in the street. Um, yeah. And uh, we are going to be talking about the IRA um, because we love dudes in... Um, Musk. In what? Musks. Masks. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The thing we love you put dudes on in your masks head, you know? with Kalashnikovs. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I believe Weather Girl has prepared one or two things. So, uh, take us away. Okay. Well, we'll start in uh, 1171, which uh, after I go through this event, maybe you can give more insight on that. Uh, but in 1171... Mm -hmm. England's royal army invaded Ireland. Uh, they didn't take much land, but they did take control of a small area of land around the city of Dublin. They were mm -hmm. basically trying to rule over all of Ireland. Now, about 700 years later, uh, this was, I guess, still going on, and the Irish people decided that they wanted their freedom and had had enough. And around then is when the Irish Republican Army, or the IRA, was formed. Sounds good so far? Mm, sounds Accurate. good. That is... Um, I, well, I don't want to call bullshit just yet, but <laughs> it sounds to me like um, the 1100s is very early for the idea of uh, a republic. Yeah. Uh, no, this is 1900. Oh, 1900. Yes, seven, yeah, I'm sorry. 700 years later, about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, that makes a bit more sense. The, the uh, 1171 is when England's royal army first invaded Ireland. So that's like, the I guess, the Check. real start of everything. Mm, right. I mean, Plato didn't even invent the name, the word republic until like 1850s. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so that was around 1900 when the IRA was formed. About 16 years later was an event called uh, Easter Rising, also known as the Easter Rebellion. An armed insurrection of, in Ireland during Easter week in April 1916. Uh they wanted to establish an independent Irish Republic while the UK was fighting the First World War. So, I mean, to me, it sounds like they thought that they were tied up and it would be a good opportunity for them to try and uh, establish their independence. Mm -hmm. So then, <clears throat> uh, on April 9th, the German Navy dispatched the SS, uh, it says, Libau. L-I-B-A-U. It was disguised as a Norwegian ship, the Oud, A-U-D. Mm -hmm. Oud, okay. Uh, it was loaded with 20,000 rifles, 
1 million rounds of ammunition and explosive. explosives. This was arranged by Irish nationalist Roger Casement, and he was also aboard uh, the submarine. This was a German submarine. Ah, so right. uh, he was, you know, <clears throat> arranging all this weaponry to be brought over for the, the rising. <clears throat> okay, so this was a German ship but it was disguised. Uh, meant for the Irish disguised as a Norwegian ship. Yes. Loaded with Russian rifles. Uh, I think... Or maybe German just, rifles, I don't know. Yeah, German rifles, probably. 20,000 rifles. Hmm. So, uh, it reached the coast on Good Friday, April 21st. Um, and basically, it got there early. And because it got there early, uh, no one was there to meet the ship. And the Royal Navy had known about the armed shipment and intercepted the Ode, the ship. Oh, shit. Prompting the captain to scuttle the ship. And I just learned what scuttling is. Yeah, well, so it is what it's, is scuttling? It's when they purposely sink a ship oh, by shit. letting uh, water into the hull. So that was the first time someone lost all their weapons in a boating accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest one. Hmm. So, um, you know, there's a lot of information on this, but I, I point that out because I think that that was a very uh, crucial part of the story. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing of this was, is that the Navy was aware um, of this ship arriving and everything and, and passed the information along. But I guess that whoever got that information didn't trust the source, so they kind of from my understanding, just brush it off. They didn't really think too much of it. They didn't... At this point, what was being planned was kept very much a secret, and, you know, they mm -hmm. they, they were successful up until that point. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, the ship was intercepted, but the, the word didn't really get out about it. Then on Easter Monday, April 24th, the rebels began to seize important sites in central Dublin. They also attempted to cut transport and communication links, uh, as well as erecting roadblocks. They took control of various bridges and cut telephone and telegraph wires. Uh, a railway line was damaged by bombs, so they're trying to kind of, you know, cut off communication and, and travel to kind of set themselves up to take control. Uh, around midday, a small team captured the magazine fort in the Phoenix Park and disarmed the guards. The goal was to seize weapons and blow up the ammunition store to signal that the rising had begun. So this is like the first conflict. <laughs> they seized weapons and planted explosives, but the blast was not loud enough to be heard across the city. Uh, the 23-year-old son of the fort's commander was fatally shot, and he ran to raise the alarm. So, you know, the point of the blast was to let the other rebels know it's time to go. But mm -hmm. it wasn't loud enough to do that. And uh, But the uh, British Army was, at this point, 
alerted to what was going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the British Army was not prepared for this whatsoever. They didn't really know what was being planned beforehand. Um, So their response to this initial conflict was uh, uncoordinated and uh, not very effective. By Tuesday, martial law was declared, and there was a firefight between the rebels and the British Army, which caused the rebels to retreat to a nearby college. They continued exchanging fire from there with the British for about a week. So, yeah, they used this college as their, uh, you know, their their spot to to fight from for a while. But, you know, they only yep. had so much, I think, uh, ammunition, and and probably people didn't have as much access to them to get them what they needed. So then, by Wednesday, April twenty sixth, reinforcements were sent to Dublin from Britain and then after that it was kind of a a lost situation for the the IRA right. at that point. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have for that basically main inciting event of the IRA with the British, you know, it didn't start everything but that's that's where it started for the IRA. Um, so ba- when I had learned about this earlier, I my big takeaway was if that ship had been successful i think things would have turned out differently maybe not totally differently but they probably would have been able to fight longer um but also the the blast didn't alert people according to the plan so that also hurt them mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. let's see i'm just kind of looking through some stuff and there's um uh so like what i know the ira from mostly is um they're fighting with the british in northern ireland mm-hmm. um, particularly around belfast mm-hmm. um, but that mostly happens in the 1960s to the 1990s so i got it here on the wikipedia it's about from uh late 1960s to late 1990s uh, period of conflict with supposed ethno-nationalists um, hmm. let's see yeah you gotta be loved being called an ethno-nationalist yeah, yeah. I mean I I mean it's, they did ally it's, with the Germans during World War II that's uh, sort of yeah <laughs> I mean, I did see that the uh, IRA, I don't know where I saw it, so don't fucking quote me on this, but I did see that at some point the IRA were also supplied with weapons by Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, yeah. Great guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he, well, they, uh, it's not like, it's probably just like Gaddafi was like, oh, well, you know, I don't like fucking British and I see an opportunity here to fuck with them a bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's send these people some weapons, do some proxy war, essentially. And um, who really likes the British? Fair. Absolutely nobody. Totally. Yeah. Including the British. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay. So... There's a lot going on, of course, in the history between um, the 
IRA and um, uh, well, the the Irish and the English um, had all. Let's see. So it was not Bloody Monday. It was Bloody Sunday. Well, uh, no, it was. Uh, I guess Easter was on Monday that year. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it's different events. Easter Rising. Mm-hmm. Is the one in nineteen sixteen, right? Yeah. Um, So Bloody Sunday is uh, the shooting of thirteen unarmed Mm -hmm. men by the British Army in a prescribed anti-internment rally in Derry on the thirtieth of January, nineteen seventy-two. Oh, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's see. Fourteen men died of his injuries later. Fifteen other civilians were wounded um northern ireland civil rights organization um yeah of course it increased hostility between or uh of catholics and irish nationalists towards the british um causing more tensions uh, the provisional IRA gained more support. Uh, let's see. I wonder. Let me Google this real quick. The Sinn Fein IRA connection. The what? So Sinn Fein mm-hmm. is like the political arm of the IRA, mm-hmm. or like they're the political party. Okay. Wait, of the IRA? It sounds like some kind of Asian shit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no. I assumed it was like a Japanese uh, Republican group or something. I don't know. No, no, that's just because Gaelic sounds really weird. I think. Huh. It yeah, it has that kind of. S S S H S. Is that why Irish people aren't considered white? Hmm. Okay, I see they follow a policy of abstentionism. They refuse to sit on parliament uh, or vote on bills. Um, well, one interesting thing is that in 1922, then, not too long I, mm-hmm. uh, after Easter Rising, uh, they tried to opt out, basically, and create uh, the free state the Irish Project. Free State, which was not mm-hmm. successful ultimately, but that was their attempt at uh, seceding in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of bad optics to make your name like that. What? Like, like Asian like? No, I mean the IRA. Like, it's, you know, it's inbred retarded alcoholics it's not <laughs> <laughs> uh which uh country it's very bad optics which country does not have that tell me well not every uh country <laughs> consists mainly of that that's uh that's another matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
so far they sound pretty based. Yeah, I I yeah. like them. Yeah, I really do. Um, there's there's definitely a conflict there in Ireland between people mm. that uh, don't base and people that are creeps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't imagine. It's usually the people up in Northern Ireland, I guess, closer to Britain, that want to uh, remain with Britain. Mm-hmm. Which uh, those are the people that are considered as part of Britain, I would say. Right, and so yeah. uh, other people in Ireland want it all just to be Ireland, which I think mm-hmm. sounds logical. Well, yeah, it sounds kind of weird to have one country named Ireland and another named Northern Ireland. Like, mm-hmm. what are you supposed to call the northern part of the country named Ireland? If not Northern Ireland. What do you mean? Like... Uh... Like, uh, what's, what are you supposed to call the northern part of the country named Ireland that is uh, not including Northern Ireland? Ireland? Well, yeah, but, but there are directions within the country as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's just confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you you should have called it at least Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland. Ah, uh-huh. right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Because Ireland like, implies that it's just all. One. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It implies it's everything, and mm-hmm. then when there's another Ireland, that's honestly, if I was the British, I would just call it, like, also England. Yeah. <laughs> And just completely wipe out the or, Irish name, or maybe just the better Ireland, <laughs> Great <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, uh. I guess they had their own civil war too, uh, in 1922, and uh, maybe that was uh, because of that free state uh, wanting to secede. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they are communists, aren't they? They did make that evolution, and um, although I'm very anti-communist, I guess I can kind of see why. Like, some of their reasoning seems, uh, you know... Well, yeah, like, uh, 95% of radical groups are communist groups. So, like, it's pretty expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could just look at them to similar as uh, the... Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the American Confederates. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, they were fighting against bad guys. Uh, and, like... But the, what they were trying to do wasn't really a good thing either, even though they were like in the right to fight for independence. Are you talking about slavery? 
Well, that that was uh, what the Confederacy wanted to do that wasn't right, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, slavery isn't right. No. <laughs> I know, That's... but I, I've heard uh, completely... I don't know how many times I've got to explain it from, to you. Okay, from... <laughs> so you have, you have your own body, right? <laughs> but uh, from what I understand, uh, it was only about 2% of the country that actually owned slaves. So... Well, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but like uh, the people that start, like the point of the uh, secession was uh, in order to defend slavery. I I know it wasn't like as um, I just don't think most black and white people, people. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, but yeah. most of the people weren't uh, trying to get their ass kicked by the Yankees either. Right. Uh, I I I think there was I think there was more than just the slavery reasoning well, yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 The uh, flag is pretty cool too. <laughs> so well, actually the the Irish came to this country around that time too around our civil war. Because huh. I, if I'm not mistaken, it was not too long after the potato famine. Hmm. Uh, let me see. No, yeah. no, no, did no, that no, no. Uh, the potato famine uh, was a period of mass starvation and disease in Ireland from 1845 to 1852. So by that time, you guys had had your revolution. Already. Okay, then they came after, which uh, there was issues here in the country, and they also came here because there was issues in their country, and that created a conflict when they got here, basically between uh, the poor black people in the slums and them, because they're, they're both fighting for the bottom of the barrel. It was a lot of the uh, ex-slaves, basically. Right. And that's why there's a long-standing uh, animosity between those two ethnic groups, I think. So, are the Irish white or are they not? <clears throat> the Irish are Italian. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, nowadays, they would be considered white, but uh, back then they weren't. Mm-hmm. Is basically the answer. Hmm. All right. Is it possible to make the Dutch not white, like today? Huh? Who well, said the Dutch were white? <laughs> like everybody. If you I, I were think, in this like, country, people would think you were white. Well, yeah, but in, I mean, <laughs> no one has any idea what Americans mean when they say white. I don't except, even know. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, it's like, uh, do they mean white skin? Well, not Basically. exactly. I it's uh, usually yes, yeah. but not not completely uh-huh. like that. Do they mean like? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, weird. Uh, I prefer to just uh, call everyone 
the n-word and uh, just refer to individual ethnicities instead of like uh, entire races. It's much right, more fun to uh, insult an ethnicity than a race. It's uh, it stinks a bit more to the people mm-hmm. it applies to, you know. All right. Here's the next hard question about white people. Um, white people are generally called Caucasian, mm-hmm. which is fucking weird because the Caucasus Mountains um, lie in the area of Armenia, Azerbaijan, Georgia, and Russia. Mm-hmm. All people who are very much considered Slavic and or not white. Again, in so this country, it's, are... it's really about skin color. I well, think. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Slavic people are considered white in America. Especially if you Which are... Which is kind of weird, because they don't act white. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, oh, man. We're going to get cancelled so fucking Especially if you are uh, second or third generation, mm-hmm. if you're basically considered white if you don't look brown. Yeah. I I suppose uh, something like um, the accent maybe has some implication on mm-hmm. if people consider you white or not. Like people understand that you're not uh, the bland American uh, uh, half Brit like uh, the rest of you. I'm not British. Well. Well, well, you say that, but have you actually taken a gene test? Yeah, I there oh. something did come up around like Greece and Britain, just a very little bit though, tiny bit. Greece and Britain, yeah. I'm like forty percent mm-hmm. Eastern European, twenty five percent actually native to America. America, yeah, but I mean it's really Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, which is the same considered on a gene test and then yeah, everything else so. is uh around europe which i suspect is some kind of cross between mm-hmm. that came over to mexico mm-hmm. so you're definitely not white uh yes but i i grew up <laughs> i think i'm culturally white yeah 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 I grew up around Culture in an Irish, Boston. actually, I'm from Boston area, so I I feel a closeness to that culture. Right, right. I'm Irish. Yeah, yeah. I understand you. I'm an alcoholic, so I also feel quite close to Irish culture. <laughs> yeah. Also, you do actually look kind of Irish. I, yeah, I actually do. Uh, it's the... Uh, long face and sort of a red tinted beard <laughs> well i suppose then uh, i have to start drinking more guinness yeah. that's my favorite beer it's my favorite oh, book oh man i do not like it no it's an acquired oh. taste yeah well he hasn't acquired, acquired it yet i have not yeah. no i i have acquired taste in Whiskey and all kinds of beers. Whiskey is Irish. Coffee. And... Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, whiskey is from all over the fucking yeah. place. I have. Uh, I'm pretty sure like Scotch Japanese whiskey, whiskey isn't Irish. Isn't Even that though... called Scotch? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's also called whiskey. Yeah. Is it the same thing as whiskey? I mean, 
Scotland and yes. Ireland is basically the same thing. That's no, like... I, I mean the alcohol, the drink. It's like, okay, yes. they are yes, not absolutely. technically English, but they're like over there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're uh, some kind of wild people. Uh, they're all alcoholics. <laughs> uh, they all have red hair. Um, some of them have black hair. Some Irish. of them have black hair. Uh, <laughs> 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 they spe- speak Gaelic. Uh, yeah. Scottish is, yeah. is uh, Gaelic, isn't it? Too? Uh, that sounds so weird in English. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can't come up with more, but yeah, Scottish is basically the same as Irish. Uh, yeah, I, I basically think that too. Did you call them wild people? Well, as in... As in unwashed savages? Yeah, yes. as oh. in unwashed savages. I think that's what I like about them. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. You know? Sure. They're kind of just crazy. Love me a good Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's clear that a lot of uh, Americans like them as well because they like to fucking dress up in kilts and pretend to be Scottish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Some bad is it? That's Irish, though. No, <laughs> I just said it was the same thing. Well, we yeah, don't. <laughs> we don't. I mean, I consider it the same thing. But when I think of uh, St. Paddy's Day, I think of it distinctly as an Irish thing. Mm. Yeah. But did you know that uh, St. Paddy, I think, was not Irish? What the fuck even is it, St. Patrick's thing? <laughs> Uh, isn't he the guy who like uh, made all the snakes in Ireland go away? Uh, as in he pushed out all the British? I don't. Think <laughs> I think it was something about that actually. Yeah, uh, let me see. Or he's the guy with the rainbow. I can't remember. That's a leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, uh, St. Leprechaun, yeah, I remember St. Leprechaun. Did St. Patrick get rid of the snakes in Ireland? Uh, let's see. If it says he got rid of the British, I still count that. Yes, it's, of course. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. The absence of snakes in Ireland gave rise to the legend that they had all been banished by St. Patrick, chasing them into the sea after they attacked him during a 40-day fast he was undertaking on top of a hill. However, all evidence suggests that post-glacial Ireland never had snakes. Water has surrounded... This is what I thought. Yeah, it's an island. Water has surrounded Ireland since the end of the last glacial period. Preventing snakes from slithering over. Hmm. Uh, before that, it was blanketed in ice and was too chilly for the cold-blooded creatures. So. Hmm. The lie detector determined that was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... They did say he uh, banished the snakes, it's just he didn't actually do it, which is kind of obvious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's myth. Yeah. Like uh, the entire island of Ireland. Is a myth? Yeah. 
I mean, I haven't been there. Hmm. Yeah, me neither. I've never I've seen an Irish person in real life. One of my friends uh, <laughs> university was from Dublin. Um, right. He sounded Irish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Uh, did you ever see him uh, drink? Yes, quite a bit. Did you ever <laughs> see him not drink? Like, did you see him sober? Uh... Yeah, a few times. Were you sober enough to remember what it sounded like then? Yes, huh. yes. Huh. <laughs> I have two Irish I say it's friends. a uh, I, have two, <laughs> I have two Irish friends. Uh, I mean, one. I have other Irish friends that are were born here. But uh, they definitely drink often. Like, not just on the weekends. Every week. Yeah. So, uh, and what someone told me that their bodies lack an enzyme to break down the alcohol, which basically turns it into something that their body becomes physically addicted to. Hmm. I mean, alcohol in itself is uh, physically addictive, isn't it? But more so for these people, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I don't think that they're the only people with that physiological condition. See you, Thomas. <laughs> I'm actually no, I'm actually looking at a uh, an article. So according to an article in NBC News, yes and no, they say that while some ethnicities, such as Asians, do actually have a genetic inability to metabolize alcohol, However, they say that Irish people do not necessarily have a higher ability, but rather a higher culture for drinking. Mm. So the fact is that Irish people do drink more, um, not just that they necessarily can. No, um, I, I mean, I wasn't saying that they can. I was just saying yeah. that their their bodies potentially uh, are more apt to become physically addicted. Mm-hmm. But I guess you could say they can because if I drank every day, I'd probably be dead. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll all be dead. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be able especially to, the to, Irish to sustain that. But For they like, can. Uh, what's the average uh, lifespan in Ireland? Is it like over like or under 40? fifty? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen an old Irish person in real life. Uh, they do Me have a neither. very. I've never seen a young Irish person in real life either, so that might be why. So. I yeah, I <laughs> feel like you're maybe a, a bit inexperienced. Isolated. Yes. Yeah. yeah isolated. <laughs> maybe. Are you saying that he's uh, an ethnationalist? No. I don't know what his <laughs> well, preference is, and that. I think you know my preference, but not for uh, races. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love a conversation. So here. the the <laughs> welfare system in Ireland uh, is very robust, and hmm. so a lot of people just basically drink and are on welfare there. Oh, okay. Yep. 
so that's part of it now. I don't know how long that goes back. Let's see if I can find anything about it. Is this a short? Jesus fucking Christ, I'm not fucking reading that. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just going to take your word on that. Well, I uh, was told this by someone who has family there and has been there a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. What's the average breast size in Ireland? <laughs> I think it the average what? Breast size. You know what? Breasts are Dutch. I You're supposedly the straight man here. <laughs> I just have a hard time understanding your Swedish, uh, Dark Tom Woods. I know what breasts are. What? You fucking what, mate? I just asked the same thing. I'm sure. Yeah. How do you yeah. say ha Happy St. Patrick's Day in Swedish? Gladly Sankt Patrick's Day. Cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Average breast. Ireland size. has. Um, yeah. I have it here. Beak up on average. What? what? How? What? How okay, is that so information? <laughs> alcohol stunts your breast growth. Hmm. Huh. So let me cross-reference this. I think Norway uh, is an average of a D cup, actually. So all the way on the top, we have. Uh, Norway, Finland, Sweden, Russia, and the United States, all with an average double D. Double D? Wow. Huh. Yeah. Then we get... Wow. Uh, Liechtenstein, Iceland, Luxembourg, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Croatia, Denmark, Bulgaria, Switzerland, Austria, Hungary, Czech Republic, Netherlands, Venezuela, Colombia, Germany, and, uh, and that's it, all with an average of D. Huh. Uh, so you're pretty below average, aren't you, Dutch? Uh, yes, yes, but I need to train again. Yeah. Uh, to get myself at least somewhere near an A. Cup. Wow, there's places uh, with average A. Well, yeah, they're called Asian places. Ever heard of those? Yeah, Hong Kong is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's see. On the list of the smallest, we get China, Indonesia, Nigeria, Bangladesh, Japan, Philippines, Vietnam. Congo, Thailand, Tanzania, Kenya, Myanmar, South Korea, Uganda, Sudan, Peru, Malaysia, Yemen, Nepal, North Korea, Niger, Taiwan, Sri Lanka, Burkina Faso, Mali, Malawi, Zambia, Guatemala, Senegal, Cambodia, Zimbabwe, Guinea, Rwanda, Benin, Burundi, Tunisia, Bolivia, Haiti, Jordan, Honduras. Okay, okay, yeah, we get it. We, we get <laughs> your point. Israel, Togo, Sierra Leone. Women uh, have a few more. small titties in <laughs> Africa and Asia, which is like 60% of uh, the globe. So, uh, yeah, women have small titties. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go out on a limb here um, and say that if you cross-reference cross-reference this with 
um, the average height of people mm -hmm. in yeah. countries, you get a very similar list, mm -hmm. uh, which mostly has to do with um, access to food. Yeah. So which explains why Ireland has just a beat-up. And why they're all midgets there. They, yeah. Are they short <laughs> there? Uh... Well, well, the only Irish person I like somewhat know is like five two. So yeah. Hmm. I mean, I I, I know that sounds uh, tall for you, other girl, but still. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know some tall Irish people, but hmm. I guess not a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Right, how the fuck is this sorted? Uh, this is sorted in a weird way, so I'm just gonna scroll through this to see if I can find it. Uh, average high Ireland. Uh, fuck me. Alright, so of course on number one we get the Netherlands. Um, They're the tallest at... people? Yep. Yes. Wow. Yes. So 177.1 or 5 foot 9.5 on average for a adult human female. And 183.8 or 6.5 foot or wait, no, not quite six and a half foot, six foot and one half inch uh, average mm. male mm -hmm. height. That may also be like including old people, which are, uh, you know, they kind of shrink. Shrink. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Ireland is at 33, um, 179 or five foot ten and a half for men. And 164 and a half centimeters or five foot five for women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just noticed that you're apparently below average height stature. I'm 185, so it would be incorrect there. Okay, you said you were six foot last time. Like. Two days ago. No, mm -hmm. one day ago. Well, <coughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> I don't generally calculate my feet very uh, precisely. Uh, I mean, people are very interested in my feet, so uh, I do that a bit. Well, yes, but that's because you're a fanboy and an internet cryptid. Yeah. Um, do you sell feet pegs? Being neither, people don't care about my feet. I mean, if people paid, they probably would. Uh, they do pay. <laughs> well, if they paid me, I mean. Have you looked uh, into it? Uh, no. no, mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. Okay, if any listener wants to buy my feet pegs, just DM me. Mm -hmm. It's <laughs> not more difficult. It's. <laughs> uh, well. Yes, IRA is based, and they're mm. still going today. Yeah. Which is 
I think the it's B in IRA stands for based. Uh, maybe sh they should rename it to IRA. The, yeah, the BIRA. The <laughs> uh, Bisexual Republican Army. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have militant non binaries and fucking, you know, bomb throwing gays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see it. Yeah. Uh, it says some high-profile oh, allegations of senior IRA figures have been British informers. So the yeah, the British obviously have tried to infiltrate them. Um, British people, the British army and government are uh, they're always in everyone else's business. You know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the people are that way, too. They're always commenting on uh, other countries' yep. state of affairs. And yep. I, I know, what, I know we do it back to the British, but we only do it because uh, they're so nosy annoying. and also cringe and annoying, yes. To be fair, the Americans do have a bit of a habit of doing that to other countries, like other than Britain as well, too. The government. I suspect, which I suspect is because really, like the British culture has never really left America, has it? Ah. <laughs> like the British culture of invading other countries and building yes, empires. Yes, I, that's, I would say, I'm talking about two separate things. So yes, I, I agree with you on that. Um, How about the British culture with beans on toast? Has that left? That Please tell me that has left. has never happened oh here. Thank God. Oh. I know. <sighs> At least uh, you only have uh, cheese on spray cans. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh. That, that is a problem. Um, I don't, that yeah. to me is not a very good breakfast, beans and toast. I would be Which tired one? after eating that, beans I think. Beans on toast or cheese on spray can? Uh-oh, what happened? Okay. Oh, what? Is something happening? It, it went, it, the window changed for a second. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't think that that's a very energizing breakfast. Yeah, beans on toast. Yeah, it seems more like a, a depression breakfast. That's, I, Okay. There was a girl on TikTok making the beans and toast, and she was just raving about it. And people in the comments said this would be a struggle meal here in the U.S. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Like, yeah. Um, uh, okay, I'm not really sure what I do as a struggle meal because life is a struggle. Is um, that is a fairly decent point. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Huh. Sad. Anyway, the amount of fucking food that English have for breakfast is ridiculous anyway. Fucking toast and beans and eggs and fucking sausage sausages and bacon and etc etc etc. Like I wouldn't even have that amount of fucking food for dinner. Right. I, oh yeah. Well, I mean I wouldn't have half the food on the plate in the first place, but Yeah, that's true well. too. Uh, it's uh, it's do a lot have, of food. Do they have the weight problem though that this 
country yeah, one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're yeah. like the second one, like okay. America is first in mm-hmm. terms of uh, fatties and then Britain. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a problem. Hmm. Countries. Well, then I guess we could just blame Britain for that. Yeah, I guess you could. I mean, you should basically just blame all your problems on them. Or just just blame the English language, you know? Uh, Maybe it's like a fatting language. It's like, um, fattening. get it on your lips, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see. Well, the good news is that the USA is only the 20th fattest country in the world. What? How? Well, before it are Nauru, Tonga, Samoa, Kuwait, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, uh, Kiribati, Paolo, Palawao. Okay, can you just translate that entire sentence into (laughs) English instead? Just just mention ones that we know. Yeah. Uh, It's getting closer. Uh, Tuvalu, Qatar, Marshall Islands, Egypt, UAE, Jordan, Belize, Bahamas, Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, and then the United States. Egypt? I'm pretty sure the Marshall Islands is where they invent all the martial arts. Yes, this is true. Well, they need to do more of them then. Yeah. Let's see. The UK is 40th worst, and Ireland is at around 33. Okay. We're 20? No, no, no. The USA is about 4. Oh. So we're... But, it, but is that like average BMI or like obesity rate? Because... Uh, overall BMI. Yeah, so... because like... Uh, I mean, uh, the That's US different. has a bunch of like um, emo kids. Emus. And other uh, anorexics, you know. Like ostriches? Ostriches? No. no I just mean like people <laughs> with way too low BMI. I know. You uh, have a lot of starving so African kids in the US. <laughs> now the US is 12th. Huh. Um, For obesity. And a whole bunch of those. Yes. Okay. Hmm. At a 37 point no wait, a thirty-six point two percent obesity rate. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like wow. More than a third of the US. So is who's fat. who's it in front of us? Uh let me see. So a whole bunch of those like nothing countries I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like Nauru, the Kuka Islands, Parwao, Marshall Islands, Tuvalu, Niniui, Tonga, Samoa, Kribati. Federated States of Micronesia and Kuwait. I'm pretty sure you just made like half of those up. Where's <laughs> Where's the UK on the obesity scale? I'm just looking now. You know they actually broke uh, the scale. 36. Damn. They broke the scale. <laughs> it's um, couldn't take it. Hmm. <sighs> and Ireland is. What's 51? the population of the UK? Irrelevant. I, th- I think it's <laughs> 50 million. I think it's 50 million. Oh, okay. So we have way more people correctly. than them. 
Uh, well, yeah, but it goes by percentage. Right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> trying, trying to find a way <laughs> out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. The Netherlands are at 99. Uh, like 99th place at a obesity rate of 20.4%. In of the population. Do you have McDonald's That's, there? I'm afraid we do, as well as Burger King and a lot of the other hmm. fast food places. Hmm. Yeah, we just have lack of American chains of like uh, restaurants and fast food restaurants, like McDonald's, Burger King, and like. A few Domino's. Mm-hmm. I think I th- I'm not sure if Hardcore Cafe is uh, American, but uh, we do have that too. I Just still think like hard that. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, where... hard, hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. Oh, Hard Rock. Yeah, that's very American. <laughs> uh, yeah. I still think that some of the ingredients. I don't know where the food's being made, but probably it matters what ingredients are used. You know. Yeah, like um. Cheese and spray can. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's probably not the healthiest uh, cheese. Well, uh, what do you have? You had Irish food? Any of you? Um, I've had corned beef. A lot of beer in Ireland, or well, from Ireland. Mm-hmm. If by which I would count as Irish food, and I've had potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if by potatoes and an empty plate, you mean Irish food? Yes, Aww. I have had <laughs> both of those uh, plenty of times. So sad. Yeah. I drink a fair amount of Tullamardu. Mm. Uh, All right. Well, I don't uh, have much more on uh, the IRA. I probably want to yeah. join. I mean, I think if I had the opportunity, I might join. Yeah. Um, There's probably I mean, some people here I could meet up with and get involved. Well, <laughs> I mean, American Irish isn't exactly the same thing, you know. It's, yeah, but um, they, maybe they're from Ireland. And they're just here. Mm-hmm. To, like, have an I inside like operation. Yeah. If you would go to... Ireland and we're like, yeah, I'm Irish. They'd be like, you're a fucking American. You're not fucking Irish. <laughs> yeah, but if I if I get in good with some actual Irish people here and like get initiated into the IRA, I can go over there and already be have my credentials and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> you could just well, show them to the border patrol and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My aunt had uh, an Irish boyfriend once. Mm. Uh, like this is from way before I was born. So this is just stories my mom told me. And um, apparently he was really sweet, but he was also an alcoholic and crazy. Huh. Um, yeah. So. Oh, definitely uh, Irish. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that didn't last long. And um, after a while, my aunt fled to uh, my grandma's house. Um, and cut off all contact with the Irish man. Oh. Yeah. Do you think he's still alive? I doubt it. Um, I think he probably 
um, died a very Irish, very Irish death of liver disease. Going to a pub and drinking too much and falling in a canal somewhere. <laughs> or getting in a fight. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Um, what are some of your favorite Irish resistance songs? Uh, I mean, I only one know. I only know one of them, and that's uh, "Come Out You Black and Tans." That is a pretty fucking catchy song, though. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Also, the intro to Peaky Blinders, I call that one. <laughs> I don't think that's an Irish resistance song, but it's pretty cool. It is Irish, I presume. Um, you really like that show, right, Thomas? Yeah, I. I you do too. I've been rewatching it, uh, and I'm a big fan. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've never it's watched it. You should. You should. You should. Okay. There's a bunch of Irish people there, and gypsies, and Italians, and Jews, and because it's like in the like early 1900s, uh, it's like a lot of racism there. It's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, it's um shortly after the World War, so it's a bunch of um, it's just kind of a uh, it starts and mostly plays in Birmingham, um, with uh, a street gang. Which is called the Picky Blinders, hence the name. Um, and really, especially in the beginning, they're mostly just made up of a core of like a battalion of men that fought in France, and now is back and they're all fucked up in the head and they're alcoholics, mm. um, and they're like half Irish, half Gypsy, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they have fucking razor blades in their head and they cut people with those. So that's pretty cool. All around. Yeah, mm. all around very cool. Mm-hmm. Very based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are um, very based. They are like um, Al Capone. If um, if Al Capone was uh, of the right ethnicity. Cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is uh, yeah. our stance, Irish, uh, our right stance here on the podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Irish is uh, superior to Italian. That's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Yes. <laughs> yes, we are a very pro-Irish and anti-Italian podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, I think this is a good time to end. Yeah, this is the end of the podcast. Go fuck yourself. Here, and I'm sick of it, and I'm calling you out, scum. Oh.